Hi, I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rihanna, and welcome or welcome back to Fresh Off the Broke. Fresh Off the Broke is about personal experiences growing up Asian American in a predominantly white community, Asian media, and Asian pop culture in general. Race has always been a sensitive topic. Every day, there are debates over race. With our podcast, we intend to shed light on the experiences of first-generation Asian immigrants, not put them on a pedestal. We understand that race isn't everything, but there should be an acknowledgement of people of color, the knowledge gap, and the racial divide that will ideally be broken. Now that that's out of the way, let's get into the episode. Today, we will be reading Asian horror stories. Ooh, spooky. Mm. Well, in case you haven't noticed, we are in spooky season. It's Halloween time. Yay! My favorite. Is that your favorite holiday? Yes. Valid. What's your favorite holiday? Let us know. <laughs> Does anyone have any Halloween plans? What are What are we doing? What are Where are we? What are we dressing up as? What are you doing, Tiffany? Do you have any plans? I am going to be a fairy this year. Cute. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I. My Princess Serenity costume will just have to take, come a different year. <laughs> I still haven't. The The issue is that I need the right setting. Mm. Because you can't. I don't know. It's just like. Certain settings are not fit for certain costumes. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to. I don't know. Let's Let's say that your costume had a ball gown. Well, you can't exactly wear that at I'm trying to think of a location I don't know at a restaurant like mm-hmm. a ball gown is pretty pretty big yeah because I remember in in elementary school there was a girl that she really wanted to dress up as this specific thing it was it was a western thing I don't remember what it was but uh she didn't do it because the dress was too big and it would be inconvenient to wear to school and that was in elementary school mm-hmm but yeah, I'm going as a fairy. Nice. Gonna, gonna be a, a bit of a green kind of vibe. I got uh I got wings for the occasion. I like the vision. Mm-hmm. I have I already own a flower crown and this like flower bracelet thing that I never really have a place to wear. I mm. got it. I think I think I got that stuff when I was like nine years old. It's the prettiest flower crown and flower bracelet thingy that I got from in China. Mm-hmm. And I just had nowhere to wear it. But because now you where can. Are you gonna... Yeah, exactly. And so that's that's gonna be fun. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a, a green fairy. That's very cute. I love it. Are you gonna dress up as anything? Um, I actually don't know what I'll dress up as. I'll probably where I have a gloomy bear onesie. Um, oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I'll probably wear that, and um, I'm going trick or treating with my little cousins, so that'll be fun. Ooh. Yeah, something to yeah. look forward to. Yeah, for sure. And please tell us your Halloween plans down below. Yeah. Haunted houses, pumpkin patch. I've never been to a haunted house. Me neither. Someone actually recommended. <laughs> someone recommended one to me. 
and it sounded really cool, but I don't know, just the concept of me going inside of a house or going inside like a, a, a haunted kind of activity place. Does that make sense? Yeah. Really freaked me out. But oh, I, guess, yeah. I guess in a way it could also be cathartic or like therapeutic in the yeah. sense that you're like letting out all your, so I don't know. I'll think about it. Maybe mm-hmm. one day. Yeah, I definitely cannot. Um, as much as I love Halloween, I cannot do jump scares at all. Mm-hmm. I would much rather oh, yeah. go to like an actual haunted house that is like allegedly haunted by ghosts rather than like like a like a haunted maze or something where people dress up and jump out at you. Like I I'm very much like I will go ghost hunting, but I won't go to a haunted house, <laughs> which I know is kind of weird. And all my friends are like, what is wrong with you? But I don't think there's anything wrong with you. I don't think there's anything wrong with that either, specifically. But apparently some people have some things to say about that. But alas. Haters. Yeah, for real. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe that can be our next Halloween themed our Halloween special. Oh my god, imagine us going to a haunted house is just like a GoPro. Well, I mean, we already did the face reveal, so okay. we we're in our vlogging era. <laughs> I'm not promising anything because I genuinely cannot. Well, I'm not promising anything either because Rian, I I'm not exactly a, a ghost friendly, horror yeah. friendly person. I'm just the thing with Rihanna and I, I don't know if we've talked about this before. We might have when we were doing the video game. But. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> that, did we tell them about that time we watched that horror movie? Yes, we did talk about it. Right. Okay. And because the thing is, when I watch horror and I get scared, I'm quiet. I, like I, <laughs> I, I freeze. I mean. In real life, if I got scared, I probably wouldn't breathe. I, I think it depends on the scenario. If I got jump scared in real life, I would breathe. Mm. But if I was scared, just period, in real life, I might be silent. Mm. Like the eyes widened kind of person. Mm. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we can, um, if possible we if we have the capacity the mental capacity to do so mm-hmm. we, we can be like buzzfeed unsolved oh my god i would love to be buzzfeed unsolved because that's just ghost hunting i can do that i am mm-hmm. so down for that yeah let us know if y'all want to see that because it will happen mm-hmm. that'd be fun mm-hmm. we we did say to suggest vlog or video ideas mm-hmm. as we ease ourselves into doing some yeah <laughs> it's it's a little tough because of scheduling uh-huh. and then we like we said we are open to making videos so far as supplements the content but we don't necessarily want to be because our podcast was never meant to be like, oh, this is us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do talk about our experiences, but the the heart of the podcast is about what it's about. It's about mm-hmm. like the things we talk about, not necessarily 
it's not about us the people it's about us yeah. our experiences uh-huh. our identities we're not yeah and i mean that's not to say that there's something wrong with people who make podcasts all about of course themselves. not of course not we we consume that content too you know what i mean hmm. but that's just not what we're doing right now mm-hmm. maybe it could be something we do in the future but right now it's more like if it helps the video we'll no if it helps the episode we'll make a video portion mm-hmm. yeah Okay, so like we said in the beginning, we're going to be reading some of our favorite or just some horror stories that we know with Asian origins. Um, My first story is going to be about the white lady of the Philippines. But just to note, the white lady has many different versions and backgrounds and stories across Asia and like across the entire world one that most people might be familiar with is La Llorona that is the like Spanish version or is it Mexican I'm not sure um but that had like its own feature film about it this is the Filipino version of that basically the white lady as you might have guessed is a like ghost kind of like banshee type figure it's a lady in a white dress she typically has long black hair covering her face and depending on the story she shows up in different places typically she is connected to like or typically her story is connected to like a lover or like children that she's lost type thing but I'm gonna tell the Filipino version of this. The one that I am most familiar with is the White Lady of Balete Drive in Quezon City in the Philippines. Now, this is one that my mom has talked to me about and like I've heard um, family friends and family talk about this. So, oh, and by the way, a lot of these stories we're going to be reading like straight off of a website and all of these sites are going to be linked in the description. So as I said, this is about the white lady on Belete Drive in Quezon City. The street is an old carriageway utilized during the late Spanish era towards the end of the 19th century. It's now an undivided two-lane avenue part of New Manila. And that area used to be poorly lit at night. And it's named after several Belete trees. So it's a type of tree that previously lined the roadside. And along that road is where like pretty well-off families would live, like with nice houses. So this tree, Balete, is a tree that's deeply rooted in Philippine, um, like, what's the word? Uh, Folklore and stuff like that. It's believed to be inhabited by like mystical beings and like scary monsters because it has a really big trunk and like twisting branches, lots of roots, stuff like that. And a little historical past or like historical background on that, it goes back to like Philippine ancient Hindu past where banyan trees were considered sacred and heavenly because they were capable of emitting large amounts of spiritual energy. Think like massive big trees, even like scary twisty looking trees. So many people 
um, believed in this specific ur urban legend, which is why it's so big. Um, and one person who <laughs> believes this is a captain of the QCB QCPD. And he was suspended for cowardice because he was refusing to patrol this street. Um, and the reason why they needed people to patrol the street was that lots of accidents happened there. And a lot, lots of these accidents were attributed to this white lady or a woman in white claiming that she crosses the street out of nowhere and then she just vanishes when you like turn back to see where she is. Um, so the most usual backstory of the white lady is that she is a ghost of a long-haired woman who, according to legend, died in a car accident while driving along Balete Drive years ago. But other versions are that she was a victim of a hit and run and that the driver who caused her accidental death was never caught, which is why her like unrestful spirit still haunts the area. Other variations also state that she was a resident of the area and she was allegedly abused and got mistreated by her own family or husband, depending on who tells you the story. Her untimely death happened after she got run over by a passing vehicle when she tried to run away. Or she was di like discovered by people who were trying to capture her, dragged back home, and she was killed from trying to escape. Now Even she comes to horror story, women be getting done dirty. No, for real. Like, and it's very sad because this is a very typical thing, like a typical background story to white ladies is that like either they were being abused or they got cheated on by their husband. So they went out to kill themselves, like type thing, you know. Do people never, I feel like we don't talk about this enough. We don't. I'm I sure like we like, don't reflect on this. I'm sure there's studies that have been done on this, but it's very sad, honestly. Like I was thinking about this when we were getting information for the episode it's very sad um oh and one like pretty common real life story or real life experience that people have are like actually like taxi drivers so typically what will happen is the taxi driver states they see like a very like pretty young woman asking for a ride they let them in, you know, ask where to go, ask the lady where they where she needs to go. She tells them whatever. They're driving along a place. And then when they check into the rear view mirror, they see that the woman's face has actually changed to look like it's like blood stained, covered in bruises, red eyes, her hair is messy, pale skin. Like literal horror movie. You pick up a like a beautiful young woman. You're driving her, you look back at her, and she's just turned into, like, a banshee, pretty much. Which oh is terrifying. Um, there's also a backstory to that. Some people state that, or some versions state that she's the most hostile to taxi drivers. Because in one version of the legend, she was raped by a taxi driver. Um, another version states that she was raped by two Japanese soldiers during World War II. You know, there's lots and lots and lots of versions of this story. Um, and actually, to add a little from my own experience, um, when I was in the Philippines, and even when my friend, same thing with her, 
um, her mom made her do the same thing. They, in the Philippines, they believe that like, if you have like a beauty mark near your eye, that means you can see ghosts. And I have one like right in between my eyes. I also have one near your eye, right? Well, I I have two near my eye and well, I have three near my eye and I have one on my eyeball. (laughs) Yeah. So like a birthmark. They they believe that if you have one near your eye, you can see ghosts. So when I was in the Philippines and even same thing with my friend, when we drove on like this specific street, but also different streets with like big trees like this, my parents or our parents would cover our eyes because they were worried that we would see something. So my friend, like she used to go to the Philippines quite often as a kid. And she would come back and tell me how like certain streets, her mom would literally grab her face and like just hide her face. So her daughter, like my friend wouldn't look around on the street and like accidentally see something. Yeah. And my mom's like, when I went back to the Philippines, my mom said the same thing. She was like, Rihanna, cover your eyes. You don't know what you're going to see. And that terrified me personally. That's, yeah. And so they were doing that because you had. Yeah, we have like moles near our eyes. But also like if someone's like extra scared, they might just not even look themselves because they're scared of seeing something on the street. But especially us and especially so my friend. Scary. Yeah, they would cover her eyes all the oh time God. whenever they Keep pass me by. away from those places I have way too many near my eyes yeah it's scary but yeah that's the story of the white lady let me know if you guys have um your own version of the white lady or like your own version of the lady with a white dress and long black hair because that's a very typical yeah that's like the one of the image most... personally that is like the scariest image for me that's why asian horror always gets me so as for the chinese side i will have to admit to everyone i'm not super exposed to uh like chinese chinese horror so for this episode i have like one or one or two things that i found through research that i'll share with y'all but in general i I don't know, growing up, I've never really been exposed to Chinese horror or Chinese ghost stories. I think my parents are very superstitious about that kind of thing. And then also in general, in Chinese culture, we we have a habit of being very taboo people, kind of. So mm. things that are not agreeable or things that are not like you're not really supposed to talk about so for instance you're not even really supposed to necessarily talk about death because talking about it brings bad energy so like Mm -hmm. talking about ghosts in a sense brings bad energy Mm -hmm. or you know how in western culture you say something it's like oh knock on wood it's kind of it's kind of like that we don't we're not really supposed to talk about certain things i see yeah, and so that's why I haven't really been told ghost stories. Yeah, I mean, I remember one time when I, I don't remember what age I was, but I, 
my mom told me not to do something. I don't even really remember what it was. It was a very simple thing, but she told me not to do it. And uh, and she was like, oh, like, do you want to know why? Or like, she was going to tell me why, or she was going to ask me if I wanted to know why. But then she changed her mind. And she was like, no, I like, let's not talk about um, mm-hmm. Let's not bring that energy or something like that. Yeah, I'm assuming it was kind of like a bad luck thing or a ghost-related bad mm-hmm. luck thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, here are the two things I got. Two story, two I guess like prominent things that came up in research. So the first one, they're ghost cats, Maogui or Maogui, which on a surface level sounds kind of adorable, but Cat ghosts are believed to be the ghosts of cats that were raised from the dead to take their targets' lives and fortune Oh, through something called Gudu rituals, which is apparently similar to voodoo magic in a sense. Mm. And so my interpretation is it's a little bit of a, a vengeance kind of thing. Mm. Like cat, cat goes coming back for for fortunes and the, the things they wish to get. Mm-hmm. And apparently, these rituals were popular in the sixth and seventeenth. Nope, sixth and seventh century. Mm. <laughs> well, what a jump! But anyway. These these rituals or these acts were were apparently really popular in the sixth and seventh century, and once targeted, their victims were said to feel as if they were pierced by needles. I guess, kind of in the in the way that cats claw at people. Mm. And they would like these ghosts would, in a sense, eat or consume their their victims and their organs. Mm, wow. Which, like I said, service level cat ghost sounds adorable. Not 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 so adorable. Not not so adorable. These are not very really. ven- vengeful homicidal cats. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's I thought it was I thought it was really interesting how The story, not writes itself, but I I found the story really interesting because it's like cats from the dead that just come and talk. These are kind of like rural or like folk, folklorish legends. Mm. And I, I just found it really interesting because it was like, oh, there, there are these cats that come and then they pick targets and they they find their targets and then they eat them alive and then take their fortune and then on to the next and apparent and here's the thing the background to all this like the reason why these cat ghosts exist or why this story came to be is because during the sway era 
which is 581-618 CE, many cats were sacrificed. Mm. And so it's believed that these ghosts, these cat ghosts, are seeking vengeance for that period of sacrifice. Because they were, because I mean, I, I think we can all say that those cats probably didn't deserve to just, because, you know, they probably just picked cats and then yeah them, right? Yeah. And so these cats, in a sense, came back to life, or not came back to life, but rose from the dead to take revenge for <laughs> their, not their people, well, Cats aren't people, so I guess for their kind. But yeah, I thought that was I thought that was an interesting story. I like that. The reason why it stood out well, the thing is, when I look when I was looking up Chinese ghost stories, this was one of the ones that came up as a popular one because it's a popular folklorish one. And then I saw it said ghost cats, and I was like, that sounds mm-hmm. adorable. I wonder what that is. And then it's obviously not adorable, but you can't. Can you blame me? Who doesn't love cats? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not their victims. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's my first story ghost cats. And then my second story is called Wapi. Uh, Wapi. And it translates to painted skin ghost. That sounds scary. Yeah. And so these ghosts are are green and they have like big, big uh, teeth. And allegedly they would come out at night and eat humans and then dress as their victim. Oh, oh my. <laughs> Usually appearing as very beautiful women, which I think is something that it's relatively universal in a lot of ghost stories, right? I feel like women are a big subject in horror, especially like beautiful yeah. women, like ethereal women. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, these ghosts, would come out at night and eat humans and then dress as said humans that they had consumed. Well, the thing is, they, I when I say dress, I mean, I'm sure they did also dress in their clothes, but they, they wore, like, they wore their skin and then lived about during the day and then at night they would go on and continue hunting and they're believed to be surprise surprise the spirit of women that were horribly wrong during their lives Mm. and so those the spirit of those women are supposed were supposedly trapped inside like their bones for hundreds of years after they died and so this act of eating humans and then wearing their skin and dressing as them during the day is their their way of like looking for 
a shell or like a body to mm. move around in it and live in. That's terrifying. I, I agree. It's also upsetting to think about. Because I mean, yes, yeah. it's, it's a ghost story, but then what is it with all these women that have been wronged? Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised, but... Is, are we... Can we talk about that? Yeah. The the cat one is... I mean, I I think I... Maybe I'm just not a loyal subscriber of horror, so I have a bit of a harder time taking it seriously. Because I'm just thinking of, like, oh, like voodoo cats mm-hmm. that, like, go and whatever. No disrespect. No disrespect to Catcos, okay? Mm-hmm. No disrespect. All respect. If y'all catch my drift. <laughs> yes. No disrespect. I love cats. Me too. I really do. I want a ragdoll cat. Those are so cute. They're beautiful. But anyways, like I was saying, these are my two ghost stories. I hope you enjoyed them. I found them quite interesting. I love like little bits of lore and like different like entities almost. Mm-hmm. I like it. Before we get into our own personal stories, um, I'm going to read just a couple stories that I found on the internet. These are specifically written by people in the Philippines. Um and they are true from my understanding. Again, um, the link will be in the description if you want to read more of these. Okay. This one is called Chapel. It oh. was posted this year. I'm already a little uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's under the category Haunted Places. Okay. So this is written by someone who was finishing up their senior year of high school in 2009. They were attending a dance party, um, you know, typical teenagers just having fun. And let me read. The route is described as follows. Since we don't have cars, we walk. The forest is where the shortcut is. The shortcut is. I don't know why I said it like that. (laughs) (laughs) The the shortcut. Yeah. There is a tiny bridge with just one handle. The sound of the river, birds, and other things may all be heard. Before you get to the highway, there's a field of sugarcane, mango trees, and bamboo. Venue of the dance party. It was held in a high school field. Many folks stopped by just to get a glimpse of the festivity. Mika. I've heard a lot of stories about her, but this is the first time I've met her. She's tall about 5'6 in height, and she looks bubbly and clever in her own way. That evening, before we went to the party, she greeted me. She's very vivid in my mind. After the party, we made the decision to head home at 1.25 a.m. Same direction and path, but this time it's going to be different. As I'm walking behind Mika, we are passing a small temporary shrine or a chapel. Someone is passing by the chapel. An old man with like traditional Filipino clothes, khaki trousers, and white hair. His face is decaying, and he oh, walks. Lord. He walks slowly toward the 
towards the pulpit, which is like a raised box or platform in a church where the priest usually stands, especially when they're like preaching or doing like carrying on the sermon. When the old man is about to turn in my direction, I suddenly run. I moved as quickly as I could. All of a sudden, all of my pals started running. Mika and all of my friends are, were behind me when I stopped. They were asking why I ran that fast. We were all catching our breath. Then Mika asked me, you saw that, didn't you? I said, yes. I assumed I was the only one who noticed him. Mika says, I saw him too. I also noticed that the gate of the chapel is secured with chains and locks. What did you see? I'm scared. I know. I said, I did. I swear. That's why I ran as well. He was about to turn in our direction. That scared the, the that scared the shit out of me, man. Mika asked if we could talk as they were laughing at me and telling how telling me how funny I was. It looked like I was running for my life. This is my true to life horror story. Mika says, sorry. Me, why? What happened? Why are you apologizing? Mika, from now on, your third eye is opened. Oh my God. Me, so it's true? Mika, yes. They said that if Mika sees things and she's with you, there's a strong chance that your third eye will be op opened. That was a brief talk I had with Mika. We stopped talking about it after that. That's how I started to see and hear things that aren't usual to ordinary people. And that is the end. Who's Mika? Just some girl, I guess. Ugh, I really don't like that. I... And I specifically, specifically chose that one because like seeing ghosts like that in like chapels or like little shrines is very common, which is very interesting to me. Because you would assume that like a quote unquote holy place like that wouldn't have unrestful spirits, but it's a very big thing in the Philippines. Okay, can I move on to my next story? <laughs> this one. Oh, this one is also freaky. Victim to the church. Oh yeah, that's true. So I, I think un unrestful spirits does make sense. That's true. That's very true. Because I mean, think about like burning of witches, right? Wasn't that also? Yeah. Okay. This one, I also, I chose this one, like the second one that I'm about to tell, because this is also, this also seems to be like a very... I feel like every family has this kind of story in the Philippines, at least. Like there's always something like this, of this nature. Okay, this is a posted on the same website, posted in 2022. Uh, the category is psychic slash media. <laughs> you sound like a game show host. <laughs> category is the scariest horror story you've ever heard. Okay. Rihanna, what is... <laughs> <laughs> okay my brother and I were the youngest in our clan my cousins are much older than us so usually we hang out with their children our nephews and nieces in our clan I have two close nephews who share the same age bracket 
We were always close, but as, as time flies, we began to drift apart and proceed with our education. We were in the same city, yet we don't hang out as much as we were when we were younger, as we did when we were younger. This was way back in 2018. I was in third year college. I was a third year college student at a university. I was attending my last period, but before it started, my mom called and told me horrible news. One of my close nephews died due to suicide. He was depressed because of his hardships living with his pregnant girlfriend that time, and basically he had to quit school just to earn money for them. His last straw was when his girlfriend left him. My mom told me he hung himself using a belt tied to a bed leg. He was really decided to end his life since the height between the leg of the bed and the floor is not that high. He basically had to kneel in order to kill himself. He was brought to a hospital, but it was too late. The scary part happened during his wake. I was not present at the time since I can't afford to take an absence with my major subjects, but my mom and other family members that were there told the details of what happened on that faithful day. It started as a normal day for them. They greeted and mingled with visitors who came to pay respects to my dead nephew. There was a woman. My family and relatives really did not know her. She basically stood watching the coffin and cried. She was approached by one of the cousins. She told our cousin in Visaya, which is a dialect, it was him. She then, she then told her story that she was, that while she was not really affiliated with any of us, like she didn't know any of them, she knew my nephew because she met him two days ago. They were all shocked and in disbelief because this was the fourth day of the wake. This means that if she really met my yeah, nephew- I'm, I'm like looking around, I'm a little uncomfortable. <laughs> This means that if she really met my nephew, it was after he died. She told us that she was a medium who can see spirits. And while that was true, it was a huge burden for her since spirits knew that she had the ability to see the dead and they pestered her for their last wishes and requests. She was approached by my nephew who was also at, in denial at first that he was dead. He pestered the woman since he, dis since he discovered that she was the only one who could see him. He even guided the woman to his grandfather's house where the wake was held. Oh, and by the way, in the Philippines, what typically happens is that the body is kept in like the house that they lived in for viewing. It's not like a funeral home or anything. Like that's a thing too, but typically it's the body is shown in the house because it's like the spirit is still within the house. That's what the belief is. So that's why like, it's even weirder that this woman just showed up because she's at like their actual house anyways continuing um my nephew instructed her three things to do the first one was to ask for forgiveness from his mother on his behalf the second one was to ask two for forgiveness of his younger brother and the last one was to hug to hug his mother on his behalf his mother really felt his hug one last time while hugging that woman. She then said that my nephew said he was sad, but not sorry for what he did. After that, the woman stayed for a while, but then left. But before she left, my family heard her utter the words, I already did what you requested. Please don't disturb me anymore. That was the only creepy incident that happened during his wake. My aunt and uncle still have creepy experiences in that house. Even my nephew's child, who is now almost four years old, cannot stay long in that house because she can see ghosts of an old woman and a boy. 
we bet that she was referring to this the poster's grandmother and the nephew or the father the one who had killed himself the end freaky and also very sad very tragic but unfortunately that is something that is like pretty typical but yeah how are we feeling well i i think i expressed how i was feeling (laughs) earlier i'm a little i'm not the greatest with uh ghost stories Mm. Me neither, but I like, I love real ghost stories. I don't like jump scares. I don't like horror movies. I love real horror stories. I actually have my own that I will be telling. It's technically not my own. It's technically my mom's. But would you like to hear it? It's very short to end sure. it. Up. I mean, I have, I have no reason to <laughs> okay. decline. Okay, so basically, shoot, I have a couple, but I'll maybe I'll only tell like two. Okay, my mom. So okay, basically, my mom sleeps in the living room because the couch is better for her back when she like, like has like certain like she's sore from work or something. Like she likes to um sleep on the couch because we have a wooden couch. It's better for her back. Um. And also in front of our couch, like our TV's in front of our couch. And then we have a statue of Mother Mary beside that my parents will like pray the rosary with and they'll light a candle beside it. You know, a typical like shrine almost in a way. And one night my mom, I think they we prayed the rosary and then my dad went to bed. My mom like stayed on the couch and just, you know, was sleeping and also beside the shrine is like our tv box or our tv box at the time and it had a clock on it so she could see the time right when she opened her eyes um also there's a little table in between the couch and the tv so she woke up and the first thing she looked at was the time because she's like why am i awake is it like her alarm didn't go off or anything It was like exactly 3 a.m. And she noticed on like the left side of the TV, in between the TV and the table, there was a little girl with hair covering her face. Yeah, hair covering her face, just standing there. And my mom said that like, it almost looked like this little girl was like glowing. Because she could just, like, her eyes were drawn to her. And she watched this little girl slowly walk towards the shrine, turn to it, walk into the shrine, and disappear. And that was, like, 15, like, I think, like, 15 minutes. She was, like, frozen in fear. She just saw this little girl slowly 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 creep towards the shrine and disappear and obviously my mom like I get my scaredness from my mother and she was 
terrified and she like closed her eyes as soon as the girl disappeared did not dare opening them like prayed in her head for like what she thought was an hour and then ran to go wake up my dad um and afterwards we found out that one of her old like batchmates or schoolmates had passed away and even though like this was like a little girl spirit that she had seen my mom like believes that it had to do with this passing or yeah that um yeah and to be completely honest when my mom told me that I could not sleep (laughs) the next day I was terrified because the shrine is like right in front of the wall and on the other side of the wall where the shrine is is my room (laughs) oh so if it's true that ghosts walk through walls the ghost would have walked directly into my room luckily I was asleep at the time um but I was terrified I still am a little bit that's really scary um but yeah Tiffany do you have any ghost stories like personal stories that you would like to share I fortunately do not nice (laughs) I have not and will not have any paranormal experience Mm -hmm. period well I can share one another one on behalf of Tiffany thank you okay um I don't think I'd be able to sleep for the rest of my life (laughs) okay this one is also not technically not mine it's my mom's my mom like she's very very like she believes in this stuff obviously because she's had these experiences um so okay this one when she was younger um she used to live like with her parents and her grandparents and one day okay wait wait no her her grandfather had passed away and like the person like everything happened whatever funeral all that and I think it was like the Sunday after he had passed like I'm not sure what day he passed but it time had passed and then it was Sunday and she so in the Philippines they they use it like lots of people sleep in mosquito nets because there's lots of mosquitoes obviously so she was sleeping in a mosquito net she was sleeping normally with her grandmother especially after her grandfather had passed but I think what happened was when she woke up her grandmother had already left and it was Sunday and my mom thought like this was weird because usually her grandmother would wake her up to go to church with her but when she woke up she was alone and when she looked like beyond the mosquito net where she was sleeping she saw her grandfather just staring at her And obviously, like, that, it spooked her a little because, you know, but it's not like she knows, like, it's the spirit of her grandfather. So she just, like, went back to sleep, I think. And 
she told my her aunt at like when that happened she had told her aunt the story and she was like please don't tell grandmother because I don't want her to get sad or scared or anything right mm-hmm. and years later when her grandmother had passed away my mom's aunt actually like told my mom remember that thing you told me when you saw your granddad outside of the mosquito net and you told me not to tell your grandmother my mom's like yeah her aunt said that her grandmother had told her the exact same story that when the grandmother woke up to go to church she saw the grandfather and she didn't want to wake up my mom because she was scared that she would my mom would get scared so she ended up going to church alone like closed her eyes a little bit he was gone went up went to church alone told my mom's aunt and said don't tell her because i don't want her to be scared so my poor like mom's aunt or my great aunt was just like terrified oh my gosh i'm sorry i'm getting notifications but was just absolutely terrified because she can't tell either party but she just got both stories confirming that my grandfather my mom's grandfather was there yeah and my mom didn't find out until after my grandmother had passed away but yeah I remember my mom told me that story when I was really young and it freaked me out (laughs) because imagine like you think you just have an experience, but at that point, you can still chalk it up to like, oh, I was half awake, whatever. But when both people see the exact same thing, like they saw my grand or her grandfather in the exact same spot, that's freaky. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those oh, are. I feel freaks. so bad. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> How do you think I feel? No, I'm the type of person, growing up, I would get scared by chain mail ghost stories. Me too. I actually cried one time because I was so mad at my friend because I, I was mad at her for sending me this one because the thing is, she knew that I was scared of that kind of stuff, but she sent it to me anyway. And so it made me really upset because not only was I afraid, but it's like, I'm actually afraid. I'm not sleeping tonight. I, yeah. Yeah. Why would you send that to me? I don't know what to do now. Yeah. Because uh, you, in a sense, just cursed me. <laughs> yeah, I always hated chainmail because it's like, this is a literal curse. Yeah, That's that what this is. That was really upsetting. I was. Li- I actually cried. I mean, um, I was a kid, but I actually cried. Yeah. I used to freak out when I would get chain mail like that. But that was, so yeah. that was so unnecessary. I hope you guys enjoyed our stories, whether it be personal or, you know, Asian horror stories. I hope you're freaked out in a good way. I don't think I'm freaked out in a good way. <laughs> Well, happy Halloween, y'all. Yay.
Happy spooky season. Stay safe. Stay spooky. Mm-hmm. Check your kids' <laughs> candy. If you have kids or if you're trick-or-treating with like a young family member, check candy. People are messed up. Mm-hmm. Also, if it says take one, be be an honest person. Okay. Yeah. Don't be a jerk. Yeah. Don't take don't take it off at all. It's not a very nice thing to take the whole bowl and pour it into your bag, okay? No, it's not. Also, you're not going to eat all that. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Even if you could eat all that, should you eat all that? Do you really <laughs> want cavities? Well, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Like Rihanna said, we hope you enjoyed this story. Let us know if you have any favorites. Let us know if you have any you want to share with us. Tell us any ghost stories you have, any personal paranormal experiences you've had, any any and all thoughts, Halloween plans, Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. We're here for it all. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Well, if you guys like this episode and want to stay connected with us, check out our website in the description. It contains links to our streaming platforms such as Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and more. Follow us for more behind-the-scenes content, announcements, and other random things we decide to put on there. See you next time. Bye. Bye.